0: Nope. I'm shaking right now. I feel like my fingers are going to fall off if this keeps up. Yet I can't keep this to myself any longer. She. It. Is coming for me. And when I disappear, no one will ever know. I'll vanish without a trace and the world will never know what happened to me god please i know i don't go to church and i'm not a christian but if what they say is true and you do exist please save me please bring my mom back i'll do i'll do anything it began only days ago or not It feels like it's been months, maybe years. I don't entirely know. My perception of time seems non-existent now. So much so that I've become completely unreliable. I don't trust the date on my phone, nor on this computer. It's jumbled and twisted. Like her. These words, as I type them seem to skew and distort. It follows the carrot as it moves, just like how she follows me. My parents went out on a bike ride together. They got along well, rarely ever fighting, and they often went out together to exercise. I was perfectly happy to stay at home, keeping an eye on the stray alley cat we sometimes let in when it was cold, and amusing myself on YouTube or working on my book. My book will never be finished now. Of all things to make me cry, that had to be it. This time was wrong, though. I heard the front door open, and as I saved my project, and when I left my room to greet them, my dad was... Limping. Blood smeared his brow, and he was bleeding from his elbows. I asked him what happened, and my mom answered for him. He fell off his bike. That voice. It was certainly my mom's, but she sounded odd. The soft tones that I had grown used to over eighteen years were completely gone. Even when she was angry, her voice was still characteristically sweet at its core. I asked if she and my dad had fought, thinking perhaps that might have been the cause of my confusion, but my mom told me that they hadn't. My dad smiled at me and told me not to worry, but while he seemed like, well, himself, His voice was strained, and his usual tan skin was atypically blanched. That was not what put me off, however. When I offered to help bandage the open wounds on his forehead and elbows, which were rather minor in comparison to whatever internal damage had caused his limp, he did not protest. He just followed behind me, wordlessly, as I went to get the Band-Aids and Neosporin from the medicine cabinet. My dad never let my mom and me take care of him in that way, without some sort of verbal back and forth. My dad was kind of stubborn, like a mule. He would always tell us not to fuss over him, though we inevitably would. My mom just stood there, watching us, making no move to help my dad at all. He was limping, for Christ's sake. She would have never let that slide without checking to make sure his bones were all intact. They must have fought. That was the only reason I could think of for them to be acting like this, especially my mom. My dad's behavior would worry me more, though. He wasn't the kind of person to act so fragile. I wish they had only been fighting. I wish that, more than anything, now. I hate when my parents fight, but at least they're both themselves when they do it. God, I'm going to cry again. But I have to finish this. I have to keep going before it's too late, and she catches up to me. Over the next few days, or perhaps weeks, I noticed little things were off. My mom did not call me by my nickname at all, and she almost always did. When she used terms of endearment for me, they sounded forced, like she was reciting them through gritted teeth. I thought she might be on her period or something. I did everything to explain away the unusual behavior. Maybe the stress of at-home college and the pandemic was finally getting to me. Sure, that had to be it. My dad, though. He looked more and more like a ghost every day. There wasn't even a trace of his tan skin, and he was still going to work at the construction site. He was under the sun all the time, yet it didn't make a difference. He grew fainter, until that gruff love I knew to expect from him had transformed into something breakable and wispy. He looked at me like he barely recognized me, beyond the signals of his brain telling him that he did. And then... I found out why. It was feeding on him. My mom... No, no. Whatever creature had impersonated my mom, was feeding on my dad. A vampire, something else, hell if I know. All I know is, one day, I told my parents I was going out. I should have noticed the pleading in my dad's eyes, even when he smiled and waved at me as I left. I should have seen the terror that he could not express in words. I remembered it only when I quietly snuck back inside, through the back door, wanting to see exactly what was happening while I was gone. I, God, I'm still reeling from it, but I snuck through the kitchen and to the adjoining hall where my parents' bedroom was. Our house was only one level, and there were no stairs to climb, and when I peered past the half-open door, I saw something that will haunt me for the rest of the little time I have left. She was on top of him, a beast that looked like my mom, but was bigger. Her body seemed to dwarf the king-sized bed, and far stronger than my dad. Her skin clung tight to her gigantic bones, and her spine curved at an unnatural angle as she leaned over him, long, fingered hands cradling my dad's head. Those animal claws of hers dug into his skin, and her pellucid tongue, which was long and spiked at the end, slithered like a snake into his mouth and down his throat, I nearly threw up, even thinking about it now makes me want to vomit all over myself. My disgust and terror only increased when thick, red blood, my dad's blood, traveled up the translucent tube with such a repulsive sound. I didn't know what the hell to do. What could I have done? I backed away, trying to keep my heart from leaving my chest. It was pounding so hard. I know that I should have never stood there for as long as I did. I should have started running, but my feet felt like they had been glued to the floor, my hands affixed to either side of my head in panic as my back pressed against the opposite wall. When the gulping noises abruptly stopped, I knew I was fucked. I looked up, and her eyes were on me. My mother's face, attached by a skeletal neck to that colossal body. Those yellow eyes captivated me like prey. The door opened on its own. She picked up my dad's feeble body in one gigantic hand and threw him at my feet like a rag doll. his depleted form making a thud on the ground. He was breathing, but barely, and his eyes gazed sightlessly forward. I fell to my knees, holding him, and sobbing like I've never sobbed before. He was dying. This thing had killed my dad. That's when she spoke. In my mom's voice, exactly. Now with the soft tones I knew. You will be next, she told me. I could not see her. It through the tears. I didn't want to. I wanted to wake up. You will taste even sweeter than he did. You are young. I will make you last. I heard a screech, and the tears fell from my eyes, clearing them for but a moment that's when I saw my dad's arm, holding her own at bay, with an impossible surge of final strength. His face looked more alive than it had in what felt like forever, and though no sound left his mouth, his lips said, Go. I did what he asked. I ran. I flung the front door open and ran out, but I nearly fell when I heard that horrific crunching noise and my dad's gasps of pain right behind me. I ran for so long, never looking back. I'm at the library now. I'm on a public computer. This was the only site I could log into. The words are jumbled, and the world around me is darkening quickly. I live near a police station, but when I went there, the building was simply gone, like it had never existed at all. I tried to contact my family, my friends, 911, but I can't get a hold of anyone. When I do get messages, they're from her. She's saying she's getting closer. How she can't wait to use my body and bleed me dry. This must be a horrible, horrible dream. It has to be. It has to be. Please. Oh, God. She's here. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Nope Too Creepy podcast. If you want to learn more about the author of this story, just check the show notes and you'll find all the necessary links. If I haven't earned it already, I hope this is the week you choose to follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Until next time, everybody. This is Dan David reminding you all to stay safe out there i'll be seeing you in the next episode nope